And we're back. Cheers. Sipping on that cerveza. You, know you what I'm haven't saying? even taken a sip. I'm taking like seven. I'm taking a couple sips, dog. <laughs> you got. You're a large human being. There is a topic I want to bring up because I want to hear your feedback on it, your thoughts on it. All right, what is it? Aliens. I've been wanting to mention this to you for a long ass time because <laughs> 2020 is getting fucking crazy. It's already crazy enough. Yeah. And there's aliens that are real now. The government, like said, is real. What's good, bro? What's the move? What are we All doing? Right. We're getting ready for an alien invasion or are we just going to wait to see what happens? All right. We're going deep <laughs> yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah. So I think that there are definitely aliens. Um, like us. Like us. Like that can not breathe like us, but basically live the same way as us where they need some type. Like we need oxygen when they need some type of gas to, to allow them to breathe and stuff like that. Do you believe that? Because remember, well, aliens don't always have to be like a physical thing. It can be like a mist as well or something like that. That's what we were talking about. That we was were. what I told you about. You did, yes. yes. That was you. You did tell me that. You did. So my idea about aliens is that they could be a completely different type of matter that we are unable to detect with technology we have right now. So they could literally be in this room right now. But they are on a different plane of matter. Like they don't. What? They, we don't see them. See, this is why I like talking to him about this shit. Because <laughs> he just says we we couldn't shit. see them. They could come right. They could walk right through us. Mm-hmm. You know, and we would never know. Um. So, there has been sightings by, you know, official government agencies. Um. I think Commander David Fravor, um, he was a Air Force pilot, um, and he was the one who his main thing that a lot of people know him for is the Tic Tac, and he was piloting an aircraft, and there was fellow uh, servicemen who were piloting other aircrafts near them, and they were in the Pacific Ocean, I believe. And they all picked up a tic tac shape uh, UFO, unidentified flying object, on their radar at the same time, out of nowhere. They picked that up, and then they they they're like, "Oh, what is this? Like, we gotta see what this is." And they fly over, and it's just in the water, like hmm. it's like underneath the surface of the water. So, did they only see this in their radar? Or did they see? It they with saw their eyes? It with their eyes. Wow. You could look down and you could see it <clears throat> as they're flying over. Um, and I think sightings like that are the most not only remarkable but believable because those are people in the military. Those are He's a commander. Like He's not like a crazy person. A lot of sightings you see with Bigfoot and Chupacabras and aliens, they're people who are, you know, there's a possibility they could be delusional. Like, they could be making stuff up that they see. You know, they just want the attention. There's a lot of stuff. Like, is nobody nobody really has solid evidence. But things like that, so radar detections, think- that's not made up. That's something that's tangible that you can look at. You're like, all right, there was an aircraft here, and it did move at a speed not even, not even close to how fast human aircraft can move. It, apparently, it went from like 2,000 feet to like sea level in like a second. And then it just disappeared once I got close. It just took off. 
and it was gone off the radar. So things like that, um, if you go deep enough, like when you're by yourself thinking about it, I think that there are definitely aliens that have visited here, but I don't think they visited here recently. I heard about this theory that aliens are possibly time travelers from us in the future. That's definitely a possibility. Because if you notice, our bodies are getting smaller while our brains are getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So if you look at an alien, like a stereotypical alien, what do they got? The big ass head, the small ass body. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a... That's a nice theory. I'm not going to lie. That, that, that really makes you think for a second. For sure. Because every time there's always an alien like sighting or something, there's never been an alien invasion. I feel like if there was an alien invasion, the technology that they have, they would just blast us. Bro, that would end racism. That would end every problem on the entire planet because we would all have a common enemy and we would all join together as humans. Exactly. That's the only way that you're going to fix all the problems is if there's an outside threat that comes to Earth. And I guarantee you because... Do you think that will happen one day? I hope not. Because <laughs> we're fucked. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> fucked because there's no way that our little, bu- little bullets are going to be able to hurt anything uh, that's coming to Earth from a different planet, mm-hmm. from a different solar system. Mm-hmm. If they have the technology to be able to travel between solar systems, they're not worried about bullets. Mm. You need to be worried about them vaporizing the entire planet with like a gun on their ship. And honestly, from how smart they are, they probably are way smarter in combat than we are. So they probably studied us way this they long. They don't even but they probably don't even waste their time with combat. They have a gun that's like this small that'll just vaporize you and turn you into atoms. Men in black type of shit. Yeah, literally men in black. And uh, that's funny that you say that about the aliens, the stereotypical they're called greys. That's with the big head and the little body. Because okay. that makes sense because we do use our brains more. Um, recently in our evolutionary process as human beings, our brain size doubled over a period of 2 million years. So it has definitely gotten bigger and it will continue getting bigger because of the amount of stress and the amount of work we do with our brains. Mm-hmm. Also, our bodies are getting smaller because of how little we use them mm-hmm. relative to humans before us. Um, but this is my question. I don't understand how, how that's possible considering we as humans lift a lot of weights and stuff like that like back then some people back then we didn't do that you know back then we didn't have to because we were working every day to survive yeah, if you're a they, farmer have you ever met a farmer like somebody who's a farmer they're like kind of built because they're working their whole life mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're working to survive especially when you want to go back even farther you know we're running and gunning in the woods we're running in the woods mm-hmm. you know our feet are conditioned to be in the woods we're climbing trees mm-hmm. like it's nothing you go to the amazon you go to really remote places in the world where people are kind of like i don't want to say less civilized but less uh less secular like they're less involved with globalization and everything like they have you know very distinct practices that they carry you know they they Mm -hmm. farm you know they're nomadic you know they live in tribes like those kind of people they're strong people yeah their bodies are built to survive and that's how all humans were that's but i mean this is the thing i watched this um this thing this documentary about indigenous people living and not not knowing about the real world this indigenous people in um papua new guinea i think it was I saw them and they were really skinny. They weren't big. They had this defect where like their stomach is big and only big because they don't eat a lot. That's what happens when you starve. Uh-huh. Your stomach fills up with gases because your body starts eating itself. So I, 
I mean, I might just be overthinking it, but the thing is that we lift weights every day. Mm-hmm. I do. My teammates do. You probably don't, but you do physical activity that nobody did in the past way back then. Mm-hmm. So, like, how is our bodies getting smaller if many people around this world are trying to get bigger and fitter? People are getting bigger. Um, we have the biggest humans in history right now, um, and that's thanks to nutrition. Uh, nutrition plays a big role in how you develop as a human being. So, you know, you're probably taller than your parents, right? Mm, Tallest in the family. Yeah, and that's because you probably had more adequate nutrition and vitamins and minerals put in your body when you were growing up. Steroids. Straight up. (laughs) No, I'm Um, just joking. No, there's steroids in food, though. Like chickens, apparently they're big as hell now compared to what they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, genetically modified organisms. Yeah, Yeah. they definitely pump them. They've definitely manipulated how a chicken is grown. So it's not natural anymore. Chickens don't get, you know, two pounds. They can get up to 20 pounds and they're thick. Just they made them like that. So it's more efficient when producing meat. Mm-hmm. So but one chicken why, can make more meat. But that's it. why Americans are more bigger than Colombians and other people around the country. I mean, around the world. Bro, we put so much shit in our fucking food. In Colombia, everything is natural, bro. It's just mm-hmm. natural. Yeah. And then, like, bro, like, <laughs> like it's going to sound weird, but, like, every time I go to Colombia, I honestly don't feel good. Because the natural food there, from what the doctor told me, at least I might, I don't know. The food there is so natural that it's actually trying to take away all the chemicals and toxins. That it's trying to cleanse your body. Exactly. Yeah. So like, makes I, sense. I always eventually end up actually losing weight when I go to Colombia, then gaining weight, and I eat a lot more there because I mean my my mm-hmm. mom and dad is living over there, so they always buying me stuff. I think a big problem with obesity here is that everything is so spread apart. We have such a huge country, mm-hmm. huge landmass mm-hmm. that. You kind of have to drive. Mm-hmm. I know in Colombia people drive, but there's a lot of people that walk around mm-hmm. and a lot of people that ride bikes. We need to do that more here, though. Definitely. We need to do Definitely that more. Definitely agree. Um, that's why, you know, people in New York, they move around a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But here, I mean, you have to drive to a lot of places. Everything is so spread out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to drive. And I think that... There's not, there's not even sidewalks in North Carolina, bro. There's no sidewalks in North Carolina. Really? Where in my area where I live, at least. The only sidewalks is around campus. That's really it. But is like, there bike lanes? No. Oh. No. Damn. Yeah. Every time I walk, I legit have to walk on the, the side of the street where it's facing forward towards me mm-hmm. so I know what car is coming. Yeah. But there's no sidewalks, no. I think, I think added on to that about, you know, how everything is so spread out. Yeah. Also, the diet, you know, such easy access to fast food mm-hmm. it's almost cheaper than cooking your own food always and i think that's bad um there's so much sugar mm-hmm. i don't really eat sugar like that mm-hmm. i eat, if i eat sugar it's natural sugar i don't eat candy i don't eat cake none of that um but i think that diet you know like soda and candy and sweets um mixed with you know driving a lot and us just being overall less active because people can go their whole lives without, you know, doing something active and they can be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be a, a coder on a computer. Yeah. You don't have to lift weights. That's your personal choice. Mm-hmm. But you can be successful in life and never have to do anything active. Mm-hmm. And that was not always the case before like 100 years ago. Like you had to move. 
Like, mm. you had to move. No Every, matter who you were. No matter who you were. Yeah. You were moving around. Mm-hmm. Unless you were, like, royalty and you could just sit around all day and get fat mm-hmm. because you didn't have to lift a finger because you're royalty. Yeah, literally the only fat people in the world back then were just rich It used people. to be seen as, like, that's that was a... You're rich. Yeah, you're rich if yeah. you're fat because you can afford to eat. Exactly. Yeah. And that's... I mean, shoot. It's, it's, it's kind of, like, it's weird because, like... I th- I feel like I get energy from working out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you do physical exercise, you get energy. Mm-hmm. And I just wish everybody knew that because I feel like without exercise, because we're basically animals. You know what I'm saying? We are animals. We are animals. We need to move. Mm-hmm. What happens when a dog, and you don't take it outside to play or anything? It goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like an athletic type of dog, like a German Shepherd. You have to work those it things. Feels like it's in prison. Yeah. <clears throat> That's how I feel when I don't work out. I have to work out like three to four times a week. I have to do something where I sweat. Mm-hmm. I like to break a sweat at least once a day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that helps me go. I like being outside. Outside is really important. I think that's a big part of how COVID was detrimental to us is because it made us stay inside. Mm-hmm. Vitamin D is so important. Always. In fact, vitamin D might be a pivotal role in the effects of COVID-19 on the human body. Mm. Um, Why? So there was a study done, uh, I think it was in India, and um, basically everybody who had severe effects of COVID-19 such as being hospitalized or being put on a ventilator or just really adverse effects like mm-hmm. it was like a serious life-threatening condition because mm-hmm. some people it doesn't like it doesn't phase them like they don't have to go to the hospital but some people it's really bad those people who was really bad I believe it was it was at least 95% of them were vitamin D deficient there was a strong correlation between the effects of COVID-19 and the vitamin D levels in your blood. Mm-hmm. I take 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day. That's the highest amount you can get in a pill is 5,000 IUs. I do that because I don't go outside as much. I recently got a job where I work in an office. Mm-hmm. So I don't go outside as much as I did when I used to work at Disney. Your main source of vitamin D is going to come from the sunlight and then the rest of it's going to come from your diet. Mm-hmm. So I have to take those supplements. I go outside as much as I can. When I'm not working, I try to be outside, you know, just get that sunlight. And I feel like Wally. I'm just charging up in the sun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the diet, I mean, the diet is super important. You got to eat your greens. That's where you get your calcium, your vitamin D. And vitamin D is so important as a vitamin that it could almost be considered a hormone in the way that it metabolizes in your stomach mm. you know it's it's arguably the most important vitamin is vitamin d you know we need the sun and that's why you see a lot in like places like so if you're genetically native to a certain part of the world so you know why people are different like pigmentations right yeah, like people are the different part of the part of the world that they were exactly born. like you're 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 a little bit tanner than me because I live closer to the equator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So your skin has become more resistant to the sunlight. Mm-hmm. So your skin for thousands of years has been used to absorbing sunlight by means of how much melanin you have in your skin. Exactly. So say you're really dark mm-hmm. and you move somebody, you move somewhere where it is a very high altitude like New York City, you move somewhere that's far from the equator, 
you're getting less sunlight. What do you think happens to your vitamin D levels then? Yeah, it's super low. Mm-hmm. And the fact that nobody's talking about that is really sad because that, that is bad because people don't even want to talk about the fact that African-American men and women who live in northern parts of our country are suffering from low levels of vitamin D, and they don't even know because people don't want to even educate them on that. People don't want to educate them that, hey, if you're not, you know what I'm saying, you need to be going outside, but that's not even going to help you because, you know, you live in a high-altitude part of the world. Mm-hmm. So the vitamin D isn't even getting in as much. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why people's skin is white is because they, they're... They're supposed to be able to absorb as much vitamin D as they can because it's so little. The reason why people's skin is black is because they're supposed to be able to absorb vitamin D with constant pounding of the sun. Because because people, people that are black don't get sunburned because their skin is so conditioned over a long lineage of human history not to get sunburned. They don't have to worry about... I don't know if they don't have to worry about skin cancer, but it's definitely substantially less than people who are Caucasian have to Mm -hmm. because people who are Caucasian are much more sensitive to the sun. So you take somebody who's Caucasian, you move them somewhere near the equator, they're going to burn really easily. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing when you take somebody who is, you know, from somewhere near the equator and you move them like towards like Greenland or something. Mm -hmm. They don't get sufficient vitamin D because there isn't sufficient vitamin D going there. And the way that their skin metabolizes it isn't going to be able to let them have sufficient levels. So that's where supplementation comes in. That's where the real importance on diet comes in. Because if you don't have that, then you're going to suffer adverse effects with your health. That's going to be real problems later on down the road as you get older and your body starts deteriorating. And even things that are more short-term, like COVID-19. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a real issue. And the fact that no one on the news is talking about it is irritating. Like nobody wants to talk about vitamin C, zinc, magnesium, vitamin D, improving your immune system, getting outside and being active. Everybody wants to talk about wearing a mask. Everybody wants to talk about social distancing. Fuck six feet. Six feet is not going to save you. Bro, I can fart and that shit will hit you from 12 feet away. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to save you with six feet. Apparently, there's a, you can sneeze and it'll go 36 feet if there's no barriers in the way. There is a barrier. It's called a face mask. You can sneeze through the face mask, though, unless you are wearing an N95. That must be a hell of a sneeze. Bro, there's a lot of force between a sneeze. There's a lot of force coming out of the There's a lot of, of the debate sneeze. within that. I don't have enough expertise or knowledge behind that for me to even put my opinion towards that, but I just, I don't know. I feel like it would stop it, honestly. It'll help. <clears throat> It'll help. But if I could smell a fart through a mask, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Uh. Yeah, because it's COVID just definitely goes. getting in here. <laughs> if I smell that fart, facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but um, going back to the alien part, the part that I'm asking is like, again, why is the theory that our bodies is getting smaller even though we're still? Because you're a athlete. That's your thing. So I don't really see. What other people do? Well, I'm just saying the, there's some people who are being stronger, fitter, bigger, more athletic than humans have ever been in history. But you compare that to the rest of the world who aren't. In reality, we're not moving in the direction that like, people like you and I are. We're moving 
in the opposite direction. So I'm getting my kids and grandkids ready for the <laughs> getting bigger. You definitely want to be. I like to I like to stay as active as I can. I like to cuz dude, all of this civilization we have, all this comfortableness can be taken away at any time. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to survive. And if you're not used to using your body to like, you know, move things around and just get work done, and that's going to be a real shock to you. Mm-hmm. You might not make it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you know, we like you're saying, people are getting bigger and stronger because, you know, I think science has a lot to do with that. Now that people know that if you intake a certain type of food and you work out a certain amount, mm-hmm. that it can do these kind of things. Mm-hmm. I think that there's definitely been people who have been jacked before, like hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, people have been jacked. Mm-hmm. Like Roman soldiers, ancient Rome, gladiators, they Spartans, were jacked. Spartans, Spartans, bro. Ain't fucking with a Spartan. They were five four, but they would beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they they're 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 like uh that was their whole that was their whole culture. Their whole culture was on war and Live building soldiers. Yeah. They would look at a baby when it was born and if it was deformed in any way, they would just throw it off a cliff. Really, like that's eugenics at its finest. That's literally like they were You're making not sure good th- enough. Yeah, they were making sure that their gene pool stayed a certain way. Like they wanted the strongest soldiers and nothing less. Damn. And their diet was, I mean, obviously perfect as good as you can get because there's no McDonald's. There's no unnatural sugars. There's only things off the land. There's meat and there's fruits and there's vegetables. You think the food back then was still fire? That food back then was fucking shit, dude. <laughs> that shit was not like my girls cooking. No salt. They had they no no. They, I think they did have seasoning, but the I think the reason seasoning was actually started to be used is so that spoiled meat wouldn't taste as bad. Ah, uh, like what? like who would eat spoiled meat though? Bro, you act like they had refrigerators. That's like true. you had meat. It's like you can only keep it for a certain amount of time. If you're traveling, you have meat. That's true. You want to use seasoning, so I didn't think about that honestly. Yeah. It's, you, it's, Did you read that somewhere? No, that, 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 like that's just true. It's true. Oh, it's true. Yeah, that, that's, that's where spices came from. Mm. And they would use it on meats. And that's why spices were seen as a delicacy because it allowed you to keep your meat for longer, which is, wow. dude, that's actually like. I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, that's like cool paprika, salt, pepper, um, you know, just stuff like that. It would allow meat to stay longer without it spoiling because if it spoils, you can't eat it. Yeah. You know, you get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing is. When we started cooking our meat as human beings, I think that attributes to... Our knowledge getting even bigger, bro. Well, yeah, because of the bioavailability of the meat that we were eating, Mm -hmm. like how much protein we would actually absorb when it was cooked. And that is also attributed to, you know, our. I think that's attributed to how our brains grew, like doubled in size over 2 million years, which is crazy. We have super unproportional brains to how big our bodies are. Like our brains are huge. Like a T-Rex, we had bigger brains than them, and they were huge animals. You know what I'm saying? Compared to how tall, how big we are, our brains are really big for how big we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things. And we don't even use all of it. Oh yeah, we don't use all of it. We use all of it. We we do use all of it, but not at the same time. We use it for different things. So there's always people that say, "Oh, you only use thirty percent of your brain," or something like that, but. I mean, each part of your brain is, is it's for something else. For something else, exactly. Exactly. So uh, there's no there's no reason why you'd be firing all parts of your brain at the ex- same time. Exactly. So I feel like that statement's kind of misled. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure about that one. Be real with you. 
We'll see. I'm kind of, I kind of hope that we get our knowledge so high. We already know so much about the brain that I mean, we, we can are. move stuff without yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just looking at it, just staring at it so hard to just start moving things. See, now that is interesting because I don't know if we'll ever get there, but the power of the mind is a Do lot. Do you think that's possible if we make ourselves smarter, we understand the brain more? No. I don't think that's possible. I don't I think you can. I don't that. think you can manipulate physical matter um, with your brain. A lot of people believe that shit too. Bro. Yeah, a lot of people are also fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people that believe the world's flat. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? The world is not flat. Mm. That's no. It's not flat. Uh, it's not flat. There's no way. Have bro, you ever seen it? If you stand on the fourth floor of a balcony, you have can you see the Earth curve. It? Have you ever seen it? Yes. You seen it? I've seen the Earth curve. Nah. For sure. <laughs> Bro, you can sit on the fourth floor of any balcony and you can see the earth curve. It's not that hard. No, I know. I'm joking. No, there's a lot Bro, of you've been to Colombia. You yeah. look outside the window when it's in the air. Does it look flat? No, no, it doesn't. I'm going to be real with you. I don't so what happens? you think it's like a Pac-Man map where you just like go to one <laughs> side, you pop out on the other one? No, I believe the world's a, a circle as well. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that say that the world's possibly flat. And when I had a discussion with this about, about it with one of my friends, the only thing he ever said was, have you ever seen it? I said, what do you mean? He's like, have you ever actually flown up and looked at the Earth? And yeah, there's no. a Japanese satellite that takes a picture of the Earth every hour. Mm. You think they Photoshop every picture? Possibly. Every picture? Who knows? For no reason? Maybe. Just to, just to follow that to narrative? fuck around. Fuck the world. <laughs> so, but you can see the moon. You can see that the moon is... Yeah, that's true. I did say that to him, but he said, does the moon look like a 3D circle? Or does it just look like a flat circle right there bro it looks like a fucking sphere <laughs> I, I, told a, him that I, shit. I had a telescope when i was a child and i looked at that shit and it like for multiple days and it would be different parts of the moon it wouldn't just be like oh that's right there that's like the <laughs> batman sign the united states just pointing at the sky for people like me yeah no dude that's real and you can see other planets as well <laughs> It's like, I don't know why people would think the Earth is flat. It's completely ridiculous. That's so... because they don't believe in NASA. They think that NASA lies a lot, bro. They literally do. I saw this thing on YouTube, and I don't remember what the YouTube channel is called, but they literally debate about stuff. And then one is talking about how there's flat earthers, and then, there's, and then they're debating with scientists. And the flat earthers are just discussing about how they believe that NASA's fake. They believe that... The do they have any fake. evidence? <clears throat> Uh, they claim that they did, but one thing that really <laughs> they uh, claim that they had evidence no, allegedly. <laughs> one thing, one thing, one thing that real that the scientists said that really popped my mind that yeah. really made me think was that a lot of those people believe what they believe, and then they just start basically putting evidence in it. When like scientists see something and then they try to put evidence next to it, they try to put like different facts into it, and then when they see that it actually works, then they'll be like, "Yeah, that's real." Yeah, While so a flat earther is like, it's real. And then they just start putting shit in it like, this is why it's real. This is why it's real. This That's is why called confirmation bias. So you think something's real and you will find whatever information you can find in order to support your ideas. And most of their, most of their resources, more of their... Like, it's YouTube. All their, exactly. So shut the fuck up, bro. Does <laughs> that piss you off, These people bro? have been spending their whole lives, the cream of the crop science. Bro, but the most, they believe that shit in their hearts, bro. Bro, if you ever meet anyone who's worked with people who have went to space and you tell them that shit, they would probably fight you. No, I heard that. What's his name? The guy that first landed in the moon. not Neil Armstrong? No, no, no. The other dude. Um, Buzz Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, I heard that somebody told them that shit and he punched him in their fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he said fuck you what do you mean that shit's fake bro 
Dude, he's like, how do you sleep at night knowing that you faked the moon landing? And the guy was like, back the fuck up. Yeah. He was like 70 years old and he rocked his shit. <laughs> I would have too, bro. Imagine Hell yeah, the biggest accomplishment of your human life. Human history. Of human history. And somebody said, nah, you're a liar. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> that ass, bro. That ass. Dude, that is, no, so. See, but this is the thing, though. I don't believe any of that is real. I believe that it is all. I mean, excuse me. I believe that it's all real. I don't believe that it's fake. But a lot of people that believe it's fake basically make it sound like it really is fake. They, like, it makes you really think, honestly. Because sometimes, like, the evidence that they pull up with, like, the moon landing kind of makes you think, like, damn. You think we landed on the moon? I do. I believe so. I really do. But, again, I'm not closed-minded. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. I'm willing to actually... See both sides and then choose bo- choose which side I'm on. Mm-hmm. I choose a scientist because that's a profession they've been studying for many many years. Yeah. When you're sick, mm-hmm. you go to a doctor. When you're mentally not okay, you go to a psychiatrist or whatnot. And then when you want to go to the moon, you go to the scientist. Exactly. Yeah. You don't go to YouTube and look it up and you say this is real. Oh, this guy from Michigan that posted this three hours ago that lives with his mom said that the world's flat. No, you don't do that. Should you feel me? But there are some evidence that I'm not going to lie. It kind of made me think, like, hmm, this might have been fake. But, I mean. I don't know. So my mom's, um, an attorney she works for, he used to work at NASA when they went to the moon. Um, he was a. I hope we go back to the moon soon, by the way. We will. We will. We we'll should. do it in the next few years. Um, Elon Musk is going off. But. Definitely, uh, I've talked to him about it, and he's like, "Did we go?" He's like, "Dude, I," sh-, he's like, "I basically strapped them in the ship, like they definitely went, they definitely left, like if they haven't went to the moon, they definitely went to space, <laughs> like there's facts." But there's an argument that we did fake the moon landing because we were in that Cold War with, uh, we were in a like kind of like a space race with the USSR. Yeah. So they argue that they faked it, but. In order to fake something like that, have you seen the footage? You've seen probably some footage. Yeah, from the some moon. footage. Dude, you know how hard it would be to fake that in 1969? People act like there's CGI. You know how hard it is to fake that? You know how hard it is to have that on a set and just edit out all the strings and the cords to be able to make somebody bounce so unnaturally like that? People act like that's so easy. At the same time, it's not easy to send somebody to the moon either. So Dude, if they were able to send somebody to the moon, I'm pretty sure they're able to make somebody bungee jump and jump like how they did pretty easily. Luis, how how hard would it have been to make that look fake with all that footage in 1969 with the technology that had available to them? I'll be real. Virtually impossible. Virtually impossible. I heard somebody say, actually, that it would have been harder to fake the moon landing than to actually go. Really? And that's, a lot of people, like, they get uneasy when I say that. But if you think about it, from what he just said, like, it's... It would have been hard to fake that. It would have been so hard because people say it's in a pool, bro. People, there, you would have seen bubbles everywhere. There's no way yeah. that you could do that. There's Hell no way no. you could make a moon on the ground mm-hmm. in like Studio City somewhere in Hollywood in the 60s and then do that. There's nah. no way. And there's people, I mean, Buzz Aldrin obviously punched a dude in the fucking face. He's pretty fucking serious about it. <laughs> He's pretty serious. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I don't think that it's. I definitely see the argument. I definitely see the argument where people... It's fun, too. Conspiracies are fun. They're fun to listen to. They're fun to listen to and think about. Be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. They're lying to us. Yeah. But 
at the end of the day, I think it's one of those things where it's like, all right, well, we definitely did this. Like, we definitely went to the moon. And I, it's, it's sad seeing people try to come up with anything they can to try to say that it wasn't real. Because you're yeah. taking away from people who worked their whole lives. You know, a woman actually wrote the code that took us to the moon. Wrote yeah, wasn't it, it. Wrote it. As fuck. Wasn't it like a yeah, it was as tall as her. All the papers standing as tall as her. A code. The code. Not no, no coding, like you're coding a fucking website. Like she wrote it on paper. How does that work out? What does what, what it mean? Is it like in a big ass equation? With big ass equation on how to fucking accelerate so hard against Earth's atmosphere that you're able to have enough thrust to punch through the atmosphere. I wonder and be how able she to, does that. What is she. I don't understand that. What, I'm okay. gonna be real with you. What it like? It, you said it's a big ass equation, so it's just a bunch Pretty of numbers much. and a bunch, bunch of, of equations, and it's just they're just adding and subtracting or dividing and multiplying stuff together, or what is it? All right, so you took physics, not yet. No. I mean, okay. in high school, but I don't remember much of it. So it gets a lot deeper than just the simple addition, yeah, of division, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You do use that stuff, but you use a lot of velocity. Use a lot of resistance with the air. Yeah. So you have to calculate all of that. You have to calculate, you know, acceleration. You have to calculate how much something weighs, how big something is, how it's going to cut through the air. And then you start getting really deep into, um, like, astrophysics and, mm-hmm. you know, rocket science. Mm-hmm. Like Chris. That's what Chris is doing. Yeah. Chris wants to build spaceships. Yeah, I know. And that takes a lot of equations. If you ever sit down and ask him, bro, like it'll blow your mind, all the stuff he has to do. He still uses simple equations like velocity and acceleration, but they add on to that at such a level that, honestly, it's hard for anyone who doesn't study that to understand. That's what I was saying. Like, it's just like a big, like, it was as big as her. It was actually bigger than her, bro. Yeah. I'm just thinking, is that just one big-ass equation or what is it? It's probably multiple equations. Yeah. Um, it definitely has to be. It's not like just one big equation. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, bro. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking that shit for a little while, bro. It's multiple equations. Because they said the code. So I'm thinking it's just one code in there. You feel yeah. me? I'm, like, I was like, I mean. It's more of equations. It's all yeah. the equations because it would be a different code. It's not just like one continuous thing because there's so many things you have to worry about. You have to worry about takeoff. You have to worry about acceleration. You have to burst through the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to get to a certain point in orbit and stop. You have to be able to fly to the moon, land on the moon, take off from the moon, get back on your shuttle, and then breach the atmosphere coming back into Earth and land safely where you don't kill everybody and burst into flames. Mm. And that gets pretty deep in physics. That gets pretty deep in mathematics. And I'm happy that humankind has come far enough where we have produced people who can do that. Because I more, certainly cannot do that. Mm-hmm. The more you break it down, the more I understand. Yeah. It, there's sense. a lot of things going on. A there's lot a lot of, of moving parts. There's a whole team. There's a whole government agency that's... And honestly, you want to get really deep in this conspiracy. But you think it was just her that made that whole code? I'm wondering how... No, she had a team. The, okay. Yeah, she had a team. Um, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they were all women. Mm. Which, you know, people tend to look past. But, I mean... Hey, There's no reason why up. you should do that. I mean, if there wasn't for women, we wouldn't be on the moon. If there wasn't for women, none of us would be here. Exactly. Women are honestly more powerful than men. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And they're I finally agree. realizing it now. And I'm happy that we're getting closer and closer to full gender equality with women because, I mean, <laughs> dude, I love my mom. I love women. They're so cool. Exactly. So powerful. Yeah. And women are honestly, the, we, we, us men could learn a thing or two from women and how they behave emotionally. Um, women tend to think... Uh, more often than not, very empathetically. So they tend to put, them, put themselves in other people's shoes when they're acting and behaving in certain situations. Some people don't do that. 
some people don't, especially dudes, they don't think about how the other person feels. They kind of just say something. I'm guilty of it too. You know, it's, I've come a long way with expressing, you know, my emotions and how other people are going to feel about things I say. Um, sometimes I think that's what makes some shit I say so entertaining because you can tell I don't care. <laughs> but then sometimes, really those are those, sometimes those are things that people need to hear and it's just, it's just funny. Um, and that's what makes it funny. But I'm, I'm happy that I've gotten to a point in my life where I've been able to realize um, you know, that I need to work on some things with how I communicate with people. And, you know, uh, people like you, just everyone that I've been around, it's just everyone's helped me a little by little. And it's, it's definitely something that men could learn from women is how to, how to put yourself in other people's shoes and how to, you know, want to help people and just love more. Because I feel like with men, it, they're in a weird situation with today. I feel like dudes have so much pressure on them to perform. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. as a man, you... Provider of the house and everything. You got more... I don't historically, know. you're yeah. definitely the provider of the house. Mm -hmm. But as a man, if you aren't providing, how does that make you feel? Soft. <laughs> it makes you feel like you're not a real man, to be honest. Because of the definition that we have put on being a real man, right? Yeah, and that definition should stand, though. You think men should always have to, you know, provide? Not necessarily always have to, but, I mean, if I find a wife that, let's say, she just makes enough money where she tells me I didn't have to work, I personally would still work just because I wouldn't want to stay home all day and I want to just keep on doing what I love to do, which is become, like, a physical therapist. But if there's guys out there that doesn't see a problem with that, I don't see why there would be a problem with that. But, I mean, again... It's sad to say this, but scientifically, guys are just a little bit more physically like stronger and everything than women. So that's a hundred percent true. So that's not like you don't have to you don't have to tiptoe. That's definitely hundred percent true. So yeah, naturally, yes, men should be providers. Men mm -hmm. should be providers because they're able to sustain more than women in that aspect. In that aspect, um, again, well, it really just depends on the relationship too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I again, I don't really know. It really just depends. <clears throat> men, men tend to, again to basically just talk out of their ass. They don't really exactly. just think about what they're about to say. They just get mad and they go at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm one of those guys that do that. I really am. I yeah. Mean. But I mean, you you said it the right way. There's a lot of shit that we should learn from women for a fact. And for a fact, uh, people people need to give women their credit. Equal equal pay. They're doing the same job. Women need to get paid the same. And that's as simple as that. But like you were saying, like there is obviously physical differences between men and women. Um, men in our species tend to be the larger ones. Um, as in other species like lions, I mean, the women do all the fighting. So the male lion just kind of, he like protects them, but he like they do all the hunting. You know, women do a lot of things. And in, a lot, I mean, in most species on the planet of any animal, the female is bigger. Mm -hmm. Like bears and deer. Well, not necessarily. Some deer. Some deer, I know for a fact that the females are bigger. Fish. A lot of fish, the females are bigger. Um, and they're, like, more aggressive, especially when they have a child. Um, so for our species specifically, I see what you mean about, you know, men are bigger and they definitely... You definitely should be protecting women. Mm -hmm. You definitely should be protecting everybody. 
Um, if you feel like that's what makes a man, then that's what you need to do. I mean, that's just like in my household, that's how it is. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's a cultural a thing. Exactly. As a man, like you have the responsibility of making sure that you and your family have the food, the clothes on their back, and a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. Well, again, women are there to make sure that everything is going the exact way that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Again, it shouldn't be like that. It depends on everybody's relationship, but that's how it is. I mean, the Tinkerbell girl and um, the one that flies in the night show in Disney. Yeah. Um, she apparently, well, he, it's actually a he. Really? Apparently, it's not a girl. Apparently, it's actually a guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I heard that from my, I think it was my cousin that told me. I'm not sure. It might be. I heard that it was because, like, guys are able to physically kind of do that more they're able to like they're more flexible and something like that i don't remember i don't remember what the saying was behind it but the, the guys are able to do that more than what women are and i don't see why that's actually true but apparently it is true apparently it is that when that men physically are just able to do way more than women than women can um i think that men definitely take more chances than women mm-hmm. and that is a side effect of testosterone is you're willing to take chances. Um, but, dude, there's some tough-ass women. Oh, They're, yeah. Women are tough. Not like only, the, UC, the UFC women? Yeah, Amanda Nunes could knock us all out. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a chick, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Um, no, but, dude, women have to go through, honestly, one of the most painful experiences any human Pregnancy? Can, not only pregnancy, but childbirth. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not anything that people can even compare to if you're a man. Like, I mean, getting kicked in the nuts. People, I don't even know how they even scale that because all, that, all the pain tolerance tests they do is all subjective, you know. So it's hard to compare, you know, getting hit in the nuts to giving birth. But, dude, just, just look at giving birth. Dude, that is not comparable. You're nuts. You are fine after a couple minutes. Dude. You can die giving, girl, giving dude, people. Birth, a lot of people have died giving yeah. birth. That's, that's a very common thing before modern medicine kind of, like, try to save the day yeah. is a lot of women died giving birth imagine trying to give birth to somebody in like a creek in like the 1800s like you're just <laughs> drinking whiskey just trying not to feel this pain and like trying to push a kid out dude fuck no i commend all women dude, there's there's especially with how people in society in general kind of like thinks that women are weaker they are honestly stronger than us they honestly go through a lot of things and actually funny thing men actually handle cases of the cold and the flu worse than women do there's something with the immune system and the response to like common colds and stuff that you know people say oh you're acting like a baby like as a guy it's because women have certain things in their immune system that protect them from getting sick like that yeah so a woman could actually handle, you know, ailments better than us. Um, now, granted, there are gender-specific illnesses um, that, like, m- men have that women don't, that women have that men don't. Um, but in general, um, for common ailments, such as the common cold and the flu, like, women tend to take that to the chin much better than men do. Um, and that's that's not, like, us being babies. That's, like... Like a physiological thing in our body. That's true, yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. That is. That's insane. Um, but I'm I'm happy that uh, you're here, bro. I'm happy to see you. Yeah, bro. It's been a while since we actually hung out, dude. 
Man, with me, with me going to North Carolina, it's fun, bro. But you definitely miss the boys back home. You definitely miss the environment, man. You miss the whole family, dude. My baby nephew, bro. Every time I oh, see he's getting him, big, big, bro. He's only five or six months old, and he's huge. Man, I love that little kid so much, bro. Really? Yeah, bro. It. I don't want to come out like a like an asshole when I say this, but I didn't think I was gonna get as attached as I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when I when I when I when I first heard that he, my brother was having a baby, I was like, oh okay, you know, it's just time. You know, first baby of the house. You yeah. know, all right, whatever. And then when he actually came, I'm like, wow, like my brother's here to protect you, make you make sure that you're grown and that when you grow up, you're the best kid ever. Blah blah blah. And I just started thinking about everything. I'm like, wow. He's just so precious. He's just a little baby, dude. He's just like, it's nothing, bro. Like, it, it, he's just so, like, bro, when you see him and when you actually, like, have, like, a little nephew or a little baby, bro, you'll know what I'm talking about, bro. And it's it's so insane how overprotective I feel about mm-hmm. it, just looking at him, bro. Yeah. Just looking at him. just like, I don't want nothing bad <laughs> happening to you, bro. <laughs> nothing, dude. And you, you feel like the, you feel like you have that feeling much stronger than you would with like a random baby right? oh yes way stronger bro the attachment the love is out the roof and that's because technically that baby is part of your tribe you understand that that is part of your genes you genetically you're looking at that baby you're like all right this is my brother's kid yeah i have to make sure that this kid sees adulthood to be able to transfer on its genes to another person that's innately in every human being that's why i was saying on another show Aunts and uncles and grandparents are just as important to the development of a child as parents are. Mm-hmm. You know, people tend to, you know, if some people can't have kids for some reason, you know, being an aunt and uncle is just as important. You because know, sometimes, it's sad to say, but sometimes your parents aren't the best example for certain situations in life. And then your uncles and aunts are the yeah. best solution for that problem. So, yes, you're right. I mean, for sure. I mean, my uncle back in Colombia, my uncle George, he... um. He's been a part of my life ever since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he's like a second dad. And for like everything that he's done, really showed me that I mean, dude, he was a regular army guy, came up, became like a commander, went on like a major, and he's like really well known. I mean, he went to Washington and everything. And you look up to that shit, mm-hmm. like you look up to that. You're like, damn, yeah, like you've done it, mm-hmm. you've been there, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not no sport. Like, this is real shit. Like, yeah, you're in the military. Life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, bro. Like, your aunts and uncles definitely play a big role in your life of develop- of developing throughout your whole life, man. Yeah, they, they say it takes a village to raise one, to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. So, it takes, there's a lot, of, a lot of moving parts in the development of a child. And I think that people tend to look past the importance of being an aunt and uncle and being grandparents. And quite frankly, they're pretty important in how the kid grows up, like you were just saying with your uncle. Um, they're really important. and They give you a different perspective. They may be able to offer some important things that your parents couldn't give you. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's really the goal. I mean, regardless of whatever anybody believes, you know, our main function as human beings is to pass on our DNA. Uh, to to make sure that our species keeps going. So it's not about you know getting money. It's it, that that that's something that is a societal construct that has been put upon us through our surroundings. The importance of money, 
But in reality, down to the cellular level of our DNA, the most important thing is us having children or helping raise children and making sure that they see adulthood. But then that also questions, you know, that, that brings the question, what, what comes after that? Mm-hmm. What comes after you have kids and they're adults when you're older? You know, is there a point of life? Is there a point of life what after you, you have kids and you raise them to adulthood and then they pass on their genes? You did your job biologically. Yeah. Biologically, you achieved what but you were. But your job isn't done, though. Right? As a grandparent. Not only as a grandparent, but still as a parent. Still as a parent. You got to think about it, bro. Like, they're, grandp- they're grandparents. Mm-hmm. So they're still going through shit in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's still a lot to learn from your grandparents. Dude, so, I love talking to old people. So, like, I don't, I feel like it's, it's, it's way deeper than just your grandkids. Like, your, your son and your daughter is always going to learn from your parents. Always, mm-hmm. always, always. But still your parents. Always. Yeah. No matter how old you are. Anytime you're like any shoot, who knows? Like a money problem, tax problems. You're 23 years old. You, I mean, 24 years old with a kid, and with a wife, and you have a tax issue, and you know your dad's done taxes for a while. Who are you gonna go to? Your dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Dad. So like, there's always something to learn from your parents, no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, parents are like the most important part of your life. Obviously, I feel like the second most important is your siblings. And then the third most important is going to be the uncles, aunts, and cousins. Your siblings pay a bigger role on how you act than your own parents do. For sure. Because I remember my brothers acting a certain way, and I want to be like my brothers. They had all their friends over all the time. Mm -hmm. They used to do all these crazy fun stuff. I see that. I want to be like that. I'm going to end up acting like that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So parents... They discipline their kids, but I feel like siblings are the ones that actually lead their brothers and sisters to the way they act. And it's their parents' jobs that actually allow them to allow that to happen or not. Because, I mean, you're not always going to have the best brother in the world. So. Mm-hmm. No, that, that, that's really interesting. Um, because I do think that your siblings do play a huge role. Because you're part of the same litter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's and they follow you, you, bro. Yeah, they follow you, especially if you're older. Exactly. And if you're younger and the roles you play within your little social dynamics of your family. Exactly. You know, that shapes who you are as a person. Um, but what about only children? Only children. <clears throat> I feel like they're psychopaths. <laughs> I feel like, no, no, I'm being dead serious. Nah, I feel bro. like people who are only children never were able to, or for the most part, were never able to develop the sense of camaraderie you have with your family with your brothers and your sisters your siblings so it's kind of it's weird because i learned a lot about loving people and friendships and the and relationships with my brothers and sisters and you did as well mm-hmm. from what you just said yeah but if you don't have a brother and sister you kind of get that from your you know your friends maybe your cousins, your friends, your aunts and uncles, stuff like that. But there's a certain thing with your siblings. It's like, I would die for this person. Yeah. I would die protecting this person. Yes. If you don't have that, then you might never be able to start with that base of building a friendship because you don't understand it. Like, I would die for you. Yeah. Because you're my, you're my best friend. Yeah. But think about if you didn't have any brothers and sisters and you weren't able to start 
with that I would die for you thing because you weren't able to learn from your brothers and sisters. So when you have friends, you might have really good friends, but you were never able to start off with that I would die for you. That's an interesting thought, though. I mean, don't you think it kind of depends on how their parents raise their kids, too? And oh, it definitely like depends on that. I'm kind of speaking. No, I'm I mean, it's a very generaliz- generalized claim. Yeah, but because, I mean, I might, one of my, not my ex, but like one girl I used to talk to, she was an only child. But nicest girl ever. She's not nothing rude or mean, and she's she has hella friends. She has hella friends. All her friends love her and everything. Mm-hmm. But I can see what you mean where, like, they don't learn that. They don't learn what that real, real love is. Are they ever going to express it? It's Are like, they it's, ever going to be able to be capable of expressing exactly, it? Exactly. It's like... It's, because they, they wouldn't know what it is. Exactly. 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 It's like asking, like... like it's like asking like a homeless kid if he misses the TV. I've never had one. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. But it's true, bro. <laughs> it's true, bro. It is a hundred percent true, bro. It is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Like you can't exactly. know, you cannot yeah, yeah. miss something you've never had. Exactly. You can't. And you just can't. You can't sit here and say, I miss having a Ferrari. You've never had one before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I brought that up is because somebody told me that. Somebody, my, one of my teachers told me that you should be really grateful, but at the same time, be really understanding that you really don't need what you have in life. You really don't. You don't need a TV. You don't need yeah. an iPhone. You don't need none of that shit. I mean, you, you need a phone. You, but need, you don't food, need food, water, and shelter. Exactly. And you need, I think, um, there's Pavlov's like pyramid of needs. Exactly. And like it starts at the bottom and is like shelter or like exactly. water. Exactly. And then the one above it, is, it gets smaller, but it's still important. And it's like shelter yeah and then the one above that is like food and stuff like that exactly and then there is sense of fulfillment mm-hmm. so like being happy about something and then the top one is self-realization mm-hmm. that's the pinnacle of needs mm-hmm. of things that you can you know obtain in life mm-hmm. and self-realization is basically coming in terms with the fact that I mean, to me, it's the fact that, honestly, none of this shit matters. Yeah. And that's why you definitely got to take chances. But because you learned that. You feel me? You learned to care. Your parents taught you not to really care and put so much thought into things. You know what I'm saying? My parents taught me to care about a lot of shit, but definitely... Not to overthink everything. uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have a big problem with that. I overthink a lot of shit sometimes. (laughs) But, nah, it's just... None of this really matters. Like, if we think yeah. about it, we're on a flying rock through the fucking sky, and people want to worry about fucking taxes and Obama and shit like that, and fucking what the fuck Trump said on Twitter. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> who gives a fuck? You go know live your fucking life. Yeah, go live your fucking life. Go fucking go on a hike. Go outside. Have fun with your friends. Laugh. That's why I love doing stand-up, bro, because I love making people laugh. I love the, the hearing, hearing someone laugh. Is because I know in that moment that somebody is laughing, there is nothing but happiness in them. That exact moment, yeah. And that's why happiness, that's why laughter is my favorite thing. It's my favorite noise, is laughing. Because the life is so short, bro. People spend so much time hating and conflict and nah, 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 just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, just. Just love people and just have a good time and do whatever you want to do. We are so blessed to live in a time in human history where we have air conditioning, we have showers, we have cars, we got a fucking Tesla, dude. I got a fucking gorilla on a table that my dad made. We're in a garage. Bro, you said that to 200 years ago to somebody, they would think you're a fucking wizard. A garage? <laughs> the fuck is that? A car? Bro, 
We are so blessed to be born in this time. Yeah. Any other time in human history would have sucked ass. Yes. Dude, no AC. Shit stinks all the time. And you wouldn't <laughs> even know that it stinks because your nose is burnt from the smell of people's ass. <laughs> and not taking showers all the time. Dude, imagine hooking up with a chick in like the 1820s. Not even giving a damn that she probably Not even stinks. giving a fuck. You don't give a fuck either. You showered last <laughs> week in a fucking river. You know what I'm saying? You're dirty as fuck. You don't even... No soap or you don't nothing? Ki- you don't, human hygiene is not a thing, bro. Hygiene is not like, bro... Fucked up teeth and everything. You, hygiene is you knowing that you have to take a river bath once a month. That's the shit. That's what you think hygiene is. Now, in COVID... Dude, you got to put hand sanitizer on. If somebody offers you hand sanitizer and you say no, you are a dirty bitch. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like, oh, I got some hand sanitizer. You want some? You're like, nah, I'm good. COVID really fucked everything up. COVID bro. did fuck you everything up. You can't even fucking be sick nowadays and say, I just got a common cold. Everybody's going to be like, no, fuck you. You got COVID. <laughs> Nobody yeah, cares. Dead ass, dead Nobody ass. gives a damn anymore. It's just like, damn, bro, you know, I just got a stuffy ass nose, and that's really, it's going to go away within a couple of days. I'd be like, nah, you got COVID. Yeah. Everybody wants to stay away from yeah. you. Like you're ostracized. Get the fuck away from me. Dog. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not trying to catch COVID 19, dog. Um, no, honestly. That dude, shit's fake, though, bro. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, bro, I know people have passed away from that. No, really? Damn, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Let me refresh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, it's just like. No, it's bad. It's, um, it's, but I think I would take it to the chin, but I'm worried about people that are close to me that are COVID. older. Really? My dad had COVID. What the fuck are you going to say it's fake then? It's just a fucking joke. Calm down. It's not. <laughs> Relax, all right? <laughs> a lot of people say that that shit is fake, bro. And honestly, bro, oh. like, it kind of makes you think sometimes because, bro, they, like, fake the numbers, apparently. They're inflated. Yeah. They're 100% inflated. If you don't think COVID numbers are inflated when, in fact, there is a financial incentive for hospitals to have people who have COVID in their hospitals, you are completely naive to think that there's not an in, there is not inflated numbers. I would go as far as to say that, that there's at least 30% of the numbers are inflated. But I will not sit here and say that it is fake. <laughs> I will not die on that hill. My girlfriend is about to be an RN. She was doing her uh, practicum, which means she works at a hospital. She does nurses shifts and everything. And she has like a, a mentor in there. So she worked like the whole month of November just in hospitals. Yeah. In a hospital in Claremont. And she worked on a COVID floor. You know what I'm saying? It is not a joke. It is not a joke. People are very sick. People That's sad, are, dude. It's sad. And the people who are affected most by that are going to be are people with underlying illnesses, are going to be the elderly, are going to be people who don't have strong immune systems, who are able to fight off of a virus as COVID-19 is. And... That's that goes back to what the fuck I was saying earlier. People were talking about masks and social distancing, but no one's talking about how to better your immune system. They don't want us to be healthy, dog. They want us to drink soda. They want us to eat McDonald's. They want us to do all this shit because when you're like that, you are not able to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. You are not able to f- think for yourself and come up with your own ideas and view things for how they really are. You're, you're just following what you hear on the news and what you hear from other people who are doing the same shit that we're talking about, just being sheep. Yeah. The quicker you can learn that, to think for yourself, 
the quicker your eyes will open to how the world really is. Mm -hmm. And that will give you the ultimate freedom, being able to do whatever you want. Because that's something that holds a lot of people back is they're limited by the views that are imposed upon them by their environment. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good thing. You know, I like to not consider myself a sheep. I definitely was growing up, but I mean, like, it's like, you get to a certain point, you're like, dude, I've taken enough psychedelics. I know what the <laughs> fuck is good. Like, so the thing is that the reason, the reason why I said COVID is fake is because it's actually a joke in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke around about it for one reason is that both of my roommates had COVID. Yeah. They came out negative eventually, so they're fine and stuff like that. But during the time that they had COVID, which was like the beginning of when COVID first started and stuff. Yeah. I was in the house because I couldn't leave the house either because I was in there with them. Yeah. I never tested positive. They tested positive like four times, dude. And I never tested positive. I remember you telling me about that. Your roommate had COVID and you're like, I got to get tested. Yes, bro. And I and I remember like thinking like, bro, how the fuck is it that I'm like, I'm still going to like, we're going, we, we don't, we're, so we're not allowed to be next to nobody, obviously. So we would go to like, a really deserted, like, you know, like, no one's there, like, a big-ass field where we can practice and stuff. So I'm sweating with these dudes still. I'm, li- I'm, I'm standing right next to them. I'm living with them and stuff. I'm eating with them. I'm cooking with them. I'm nowhere six, six feet far away from them. How is it that I'm still negative? That's the thing. It's such a new virus that people don't know exactly anything about it. So that's, that's, that was the joke behind it because it's like it makes you think, like, damn – but, like, in the same time, you know, my dad had it. I had a couple cousins that had it as well. So I know for a fact it's not fake. But in the same time, like, it, it's a, there's a lot of conspiracy. You're skeptical there. because of yes. the, what happened in your apartment. Exactly. It just kind of makes you think because when you think about a disease like that and how easy it is for you to catch it, how the hell did I not catch it? You know what I'm saying? And there was no answer when I even asked. They're just like, I don't know. I mean, I they guess don't. I'm immune. To it. I'm the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be dog. You're just a different breed. Just I built swear, it. bro. I guess different. so. I, that's a joke, bro. I tell I that think, to everybody. I think I said it when this thing first happened. I was like, dude, I ain't even worried about it, bro. I had swine flu back in like fucking 2012. You told me that shit. That shit was dude, terrible. I had H1N1, bro. I now t- that shit's scary as fuck, too, bro. That shit, bro. That shit was dangerous. Yeah. Um, that shit. I was sick as fuck for like ten days. Yeah, bro. Throwing up, sick, like coughing and. You know, having diarrhea and throwing up and everything. Everything you think of, I was having for like a week. And I was in sixth grade or sixth or eighth grade, one of those. And dude, it was bad. I was out of school for like a week and a half. Um, you know but, what's worse, though? What? The Spanish flu. So the Spanish flu actually attacked people with good immune systems. Ooh. So if you were actually healthy, you were fucked. And when was that, 1918? Yes. Did anyone really have a good immune system, though? Mm, that's true. But. If I remember relative my, to the back then, <clears throat> if yeah. I remember my research correctly, it didn't kill as many people as it did as COVID did because it didn't spread out as easily, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, obviously it wouldn't spread out as easily because I mean, bro, nowadays we're everybody's close to everybody. Transportation with those buses, everybody's near everybody. Mm-hmm. So back then it was a lot, I guess, with how separate everybody was, it's a lot harder to catch it. Also, um, I think back then there was a lot less hygiene. So it was easier to spread because people weren't worried about like if you cough, like oh, yeah, no, that's a fuck. No. But even then, bro, that's fucked. That's fucked. Now that's scary, dude. Like if you were like, I'm healthy, I've done everything that the doctors have told me. I eat good, I work out, blah blah blah. Just to find out that there's a disease out there that's killing people like you. 
Like I start eating burgers and, <laughs> eating burgers and <laughs> hot dogs every day just to bring down the immune system, right? Dead ass. I got to make that shit look weak. Dead ass. The thing about COVID is viruses are actually, they have an intelligence. So the virus has actually, that's why it's so smart is because um, it has been able to infect the host and then lay dormant for so long that the host doesn't know they have it because they're not exhibiting symptoms. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be able to transport to other people during that time. Mm -hmm. That's as good as it gets. If If you're a virus and your job is to spread to as many people as possible, it doesn't get smarter than that. It doesn't get smarter than making people get the virus, but they don't know it. Mm-hmm. So they're still talking to people. They're still around people. And they're just transferring it silent. And then 10 to 14 days later, that motherfucker hits you with his dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> right in the face. And if you got a weak immune system, you might be fucked. That's yeah. the thing. You might be fucked. So I heard COVID has like many stages to it, though. Like you feel sick, then you feel better, then you feel sick again, then you feel and You lose better. your sense of taste. And you got an itchy butthole. All these things. Like apparently like you first start off with like a common fever, then you get better, and then you start like even like getting a worse fever and then you start you can't even breathe right and then it gets just worse and worse and worse and during the time it gets worse you actually get better and then you actually progressively get even worse from the last Ooh. time you were sick so covid is a bitch and you have it for a fact but my dad no symptoms bro my my roommates no symptoms nothing dude it's um but like i mean like they have a good immune system so that probably was what you would take the vaccine I'd have to see everybody take it first. I'm gonna be real with <laughs> Facts. You. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, um, that, that's just me personally. I don't give a fuck what anybody. I wouldn't take it at first. Yeah. You know <clears> what I'm who, saying? Who, who knows what the hell they really have? Who, yeah. Who knows? Who knows if they're putting a microchip in you just to be able to fucking turn your fucking brain off? And then the whenever they want, world order just starts. Yeah. Fuck that. Imagine if they had mandatory vaccinations. They predicted this shit to happen. Apparently, too. Who? Obama. Obama said that? Some shit like that. I saw a video. Nah, that was Bill Gates. Was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Completely opposite of Obama. Obama. Was it? I don't know who it was. It might have been Bill Gates. But somebody said it was like, really close by. We're going to have a really bad disease. And everybody's going to have to come together and fight it off. That was, that was Bill Gates. He was predicting that we were not ready for a pandemic. Uh, and there's also a TED Talk. I saw a YouTube that video. Was, that was talk. Bill Gates. It was Bill Gates? Yeah, Bill Gates had a TED Talk about uh, illnesses that would take over the globe um, because Mm. we're so connected in humanity now that it would be so easy for a disease to spread such as COVID has Mm -hmm. because we're so connected. Previously, there were never people who traveled by plane. There are never people who went to other continents so freely and so easily. Mm-hmm. So when something happened like that, it was more likely that it could stay isolated and not spread to the rest of the world. Now we have a serious issue where people are so connected that if there was a virus such as COVID, which there is, that it could easily infect the entire planet. You know what I'm saying? Unless you lock down your country, don't let anybody in, and you're secluded. But a country as big as the United States and as free as the United States is impossible. It's impossible to, it was impossible. We, I remember at first we were like, all right, we're going to lock down the country. Yeah. It's good. We got two COVID cases. We should have locked everything down completely. For sure. We should have just started off with that. We shouldn't have shut down everything. the economy. We should have just shut down all flights in and out of the country, all mm. boats in and out of the country. That's the only thing we could have done. And I think that would have been easier. But if you think about it, say we did do that. 
say we kept our COVID cases really low, like under 100, and we just locked down the country. Not only would we have stranded people who were from America and other countries, mm-hmm. but, I mean, look at Europe now. They're having a second spike. So imagine us in lockdown from March all the way to November, you know. Well, Biden's going to shut down the country, apparently. <laughs> Worst topic know. to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I don't know. I hope that he does his best. I hope that... Sleepy Joe finna do a good job, I promise. I hope he's gonna do a good job. I hope we get free money. I hope so too. <laughs> hey man, you know what? Disagree or agree, you know, at the end of the day, whoever would have actually been the president, I mean, Biden is the president, I didn't really care, bro. I just wanna make sure that this country goes back to the way when we used to live before COVID, bro. Yeah. We're so happy. That's gonna be like years till people aren't wearing masks though. Like I just I want life to go back to normal, bro. Bro, I'm so tired of this dude. I'm so tired of this dude. We'll we'll get out of there soon. Yeah. Um we just got to weather the storm. We got to get through it. We got to make sure that people stop getting sick and pass it away from it. Yeah. Um, but we got to make sure everybody's safe and okay first. Agreed. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, what's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is going to be Juan underscore Cho 71. Juancho. That's the nickname. Juancho. Yes, sir. Juancho with the poncho. Uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, and then Twitter is Juan all day 71. Juan all day 71. Yes. And what, what school do you play for? Campbell University. Home Camp- of the Fighting Camels. Home of the Fighting Camels. Yeah. <laughs> Get that shit straight. Yes. The fucking Camels. Home of the Fighting Camels. Um, dude, I had a fucking blast with you. Awesome. I bro. think we're done here, bro. Um, we're about to crack open these modellas and get the fuck out of here. Let's go get drunk tonight. Let's yeah, get it dude, done. Let's fucking do it. We're about to hit up my girl's restaurant. Appreciate it. You let me come here, bro. It was so I appreciate fun, you coming bro. out here, dog. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm really thankful for everyone behind the camera. You know, without everybody here, this wouldn't have been possible. And um, yeah, uh, Thanksgiving was a couple of days ago. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't know when this will drop, but happy Thanksgiving. And um, <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Merry Christmas. It's the holidays, baby. You know what I'm saying? With that being said. Advertised for the seasonal episode. Oh, yeah. You better watch our Christmas episode. I'll be wearing a Santa hat. Um, You should get a fake beard. A fake beard? Yeah, just wear the whole podcast and just talk with it. I might have to do that. I might dye my beard white. Um, That'd be hard, right? I'm definitely going to have to take a look at that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Check me out, man. Subscribe, (laughs) like, leave a comment. Um, With that being said, I think we're out of here.